So, hear me out here. If we think the Red Guard is holding Cece, what if we just get arrested? You're kind of in line for the throne. You must know the castle pretty well. Are there any secret, like, servants' entrances we could go through? Yes, you're very fortunate. It is a Grey family secret. So you got a lot of these secret things. Maybe something to do with the artifact of the Red Crown or something. Do your best to not leave any evidence behind. The only evidence will be their corpses. That's no, a lot that, of evidence. That's way too much evidence. You see as Kelsey makes her way down the stairs, she has her hands up in the air, but you see behind her is John Xavier. Foundlings, and welcome back to another episode of The Gate Chronicles. This is Chronicle 1, Chapter 50. Yay! I don't, I don't think that's really like a landmark or anything. I think 100 episodes is really what like. You mean the, we're halfway to 100? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 50 is well, an accomplishment. Do you know how many hours of audio that is? That is true. I think we just need to start celebrating every single episode then. Yeah, absolutely. And be like, oh, we are. Uh, 51% of the way to 100. There you there go. go. Post-editing, Quentin, get some confetti noises in here. Oh, absolutely. That That's not my jurisdiction. I just edit. Yeah, she, Quentin, she adds the Quentin confetti has noises. nothing to do with sound effects or uh, ambiance. Post-Quentin editing, I'm adding sound effects. Get some confetti in here. Wee. Thanks, Quentin. You're welcome. All right. Well, as always, I am your game master and host for this series, this episode, session, and chapter. And today, I am joined by none other than my two only players. I'm going to awkwardly stare at you until okay, you Okay, you're going to stare at the one you want to speak. Hi, I'm Quentin Ott, the one currently being stared at. I play Charles Smoot, 57-year-old biology teacher, born and raised in upstate New York. Currently, um, very conflicted as I want to punch a man in the face. But at the same time, I do not want the repercussions. And uh, I'm Jaden. I play Finnever Avir, a bard seeking fame, family, and fortune. We got to f- find a way to make the three G's work here. Well, I mean, his, his moniker is <laughs> Greed, so it could be Gold, Glory, and Greed. Gold, Glory, and Grandpa. There you go. We found Grandpa. One of the <laughs> three down. Go. Look at yeah. Us go. yeah okay. well, check one off the board. Let me just set the mood really quick while Jaden is wiggling around like a worm over here. He's got energy. He's pumped. We're all pumped. It's episode 50. So, with Valen's aid, the party made haste for the castle, utilizing an old and secret passage in the mountain. Their mission? To gather evidence that the Red Guard were behind Cece and John's disappearance. And with their time limited, they quickly infiltrated the temporary residence of the diplomats, making an unsettling discovery along the way. Finnevere, you had sent Kelsey upstairs to go and scout ahead while you and Charles Smoot kind of met up on the first floor. But as you began to head up the stairs, you saw as Kelsey started returning, and she was accompanied by someone else, by none other than John Xavier himself. And he has his bow trained on Kelsey. 
John Xavier, I'd, I'd be so glad to see you if you weren't pointing something very dangerous at a good friend of mine. Uh, I suppose this is the part where I ask you, what are you doing here? I think he made quite clear that it is none of our business what he is doing here. The big man gets it, as always. Bit slow in the uptake, aren't we, Finevere? All right. Well, I thought I'd give you the benefit of the doubt. The doubt that's rising. So, uh, John, uh, seeing as this is none of our business, we can trust that you have all of this under control and we will politely leave. That sounds for the best. Uh, come on, Kelsey. <sighs> you really should be careful about where you guys stick your nose into things. That's how you keep getting yourselves into trouble. Well, you just vanished and didn't tell us anything that was going on, but seeing as uh, you very plainly have things under control here, we will just get out of your hair then and trust you on this one. He sort of nudges Kelsey forward, uh, indicating to her that she can go to you guys. It's fine by me. Just don't stick around and don't cause any trouble. Well, I guess with that, we're gone. All right. So uh, when you say you're gone, what do you do? Because you can't just disappear. There is still an entire facility. Mm -hmm. I'm going to exit walk the front towards door. the front door. We are standing uh, right at the entrance of the building. So though the door was locked from the outside, I assume we can unlock it from the inside and walk through. Uh, is he still pulled back on that bow and trained on us? He is currently standing there. His bow is at the ready. It seems as though it's he, he is waiting for somebody to make a stupid move. All right, well, I'll, I'll uh, stupidly uh, sidewalk towards that door. I'd like to position myself between him and Kelsey. If that bow goes flying, I'm wearing armor. Okay. And I've been shot before, and hey, I'm still alive. Okay, so Charles Smoot, would you open the front door then? Charles Smoot would. So you open the door, and you can see out into the dimlit night, but it's kind of hard to see where the... Uh, Guards were sitting from where you are without peeking outside a little bit. Charles Smoot will take a step out of the door and examine to see if the guards are still lackadaisically lounging about the table. It seems that, for the most part, the guards were lounging, but it does seem that the guard that you had conversed with earlier is currently sitting up and he appears to be more alert than he was before. Uh, though he does have a mug in his hand. He's just sort of sitting there with it on the table, sort of just watching around and occasionally seems to look back towards the direction of the burb or the bird, to be more precise. I'll try and make my way out of the building while he's looking towards the direction of the bird and try and make a stealth check. Okay, so you may do so. And please make your stealth check. Uh, Finevere, what do you do? Well, he's making his way, his way directly northward, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not splitting the party. I guess I'll just follow you and... So what is everybody's stealth roll? I had a total 19 for Charles Smoot, which means I natural crit and then applied my negative one dexterity modifier. Finn? Uh, while uh, factoring in for a minus seven, he got 13. That's not too bad, all things considered. I Plus six on your stealth's pretty good. Okay, so Charles Smoot, you begin making your way... Uh, out, going down the stairs, um, and basically following along the path almost directly, right? Yeah, more or less. Okay. Uh, as you are doing that, you make your way 
a good distance uh, while Kelsey begins making her way out alongside with Finevere. However, it is as you two exit from the building that the guard seems to glance back over and he notices you, which he stands up from where he is, seems to kind of lean in a little bit before walking towards you. Hey, 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 what are you doing here? Has he noticed Smoot yet or has he noticed the people behind him? Because I know it is very dark out right now. Uh, you, oh, do you guys still have the lights with you? Because uh, I, you I would up. not have because I put it out when, or I either put it out or set it down when I thought someone was going to notice me and I hid in the uh, okay. main study room. Uh, Finevere, you had... Uh, Kelsey had the, the coin. I didn't have anything. Okay, Kelsey had the coin. Okay, uh, so she still has it on her. Part of the reason why you two were kind of noticed. Uh, while Charles Smoot is sort of obscured by the shadows of night, you two are sort of heading in his direction. Oh, if she has it, I'll have. I'll quickly go. Give me the coin. <sighs> she just kind of reaches her hand over and passes it to you. Yep, and he'll try to keep it out of sight. Okay. Um, would like, you try to be sneaky about it? I. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm trying to make it look casual, like I'm holding a, some kind of light in my my hand that's in between my body and him, but uh, I'm not trying to, like, crouch and shove it in my boot or anything. Okay, so that would be a bluff, actually, since you're trying yeah. to make something look very inconspicuous. Yep. That is a 17. Jaden, uh, can you explain again how you were holding this coin? What, what did you do? Basically palming it with my right hand, making sure that there's always my body or Kelsey's body in between my hand and the guard. I'm not trying to make it be less light. I'm not trying to extinguish the light. I'm kind of like keeping a somewhat open grip on it um, to keep the light out so that doesn't change, but also kind of make it look like I'm meant to be holding it this whole time. Okay. Um, this guard is coming over. He actually seems to have a strange weapon kind of pulled out, and he's holding it um, with both of his hands sort of like almost at the ready. All right. The same ones that the Red Guard had uh, back in... Uh... Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very similar. What are you... Excuse me, sirs? Matt? Madam, sir. What, what are you doing here? You? Why are you coming from inside? Because that's where we were. We're all for the night. He looks confused. Roll a bluff. 18. All right. What do you mean you're all for night? This is not where you belong. You're... He looks you up and down. Oh, this is certainly not where we're sleeping. That's why we're leaving. No, no, no. What I'm asking is, why are you here? I thought this was the, supposed to be the diplomat's estate, not jurisdiction for your people. And what is my people? He gestures to your armor. I'll, I'll leave an awkward pause there. Uh, Charles Smoot. I guess I would keep going back towards Valen to get him for backup if it was needed. And I will just trust that Finn has this situation under control. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done this before, totally. This definitely isn't the first just... time I, in the campaign Kimidavir had to talk his way out. Right, exactly. So it couldn't be. Episode 50. And then also on top of that, worst case scenario, just sleep with the guy. Uh, not worst case scenario. Okay, so you are still currently just like right next to Kelsey's. You're saying all this. The guard actually approaches a bit closer to you. I don't know what a city guard is doing here, but you should not be any... And he looks at Kelsey. And who are you? I'm with him. Yeah. That's all I got. Sorry. I'm here delivering a confidential parcel. We walked through. We were invited by the ga uh, by the gate. We walked right past you earlier. And uh, you and your late night drinking. And look, 
I this is my last shift. I'm just looking to head home. <clears throat> I'll be on my way, and nobody needs to know about your excessive drinking okay. on the watch. So you're going to need to make a new bluff, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, you're trying to intimidate him into silence. So yeah, bluff and then intimidate, yeah, please. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Uh, so for the bluff, that is 27. Okay. And for the intimidate, which is not as high of a score, but it does go off charisma at least. Mm. Uh, that is a 12. He looks you up and down again. <laughs> Bugger off. And I don't want to catch you walking around here again. I'll be sure to let your superiors know you didn't even check in with the guard before you walk past us. How dare you, sir? Get right, out sir. of here. Right, sir. Sorry, sir. All right, then I'll follow the, the, the road road the way out. Well, Smoot on his way, sneaking towards Valen. And it looks like the party has successfully managed oh, not to yet. at least make its way to the gate, exiting the manor and estate. We lived longer than I thought we would. Yeah, see? So what do you guys do? You made it to the gate exit. Valen. can keep going out that gate. We gotta go. All right. Did, how did things go? Good, good enough. Let's go. Not, not great. We'll tell you later. We need to skedaddle. All right. So, um, as you guys are exiting from there, uh, Valen looks you up and down. Where's your armor? We had to ditch it. Oh, God. Uh, uh, we got what we came for. We had to ditch the armor. It was making too much noise. We couldn't sneak around in that condition. It did the job. It got us past the guards. Right. Well, now we're going to be walking outside of here with you two. How many guards are there around? You already got the guy watching this place to leave. Don't we just have to make it to the stables? There's typically a guard that makes a round and they are coming. I've been keeping track of it. You guys have been gone for quite a while. How much time do we have until he's here? Maybe two minutes at the most. That's enough time for me and Kelsey to get to the stables. But on top of that, there's the guard at the front, at the very front entrance, which is sort of in the path. If they're looking that way, we're going to get ourselves into trouble. So be quick, be quiet. You could distract them while me and Kelsey leg it. Anything from Finn? Well, if we sprint... You sprint in that armor? You don't have to sprint. Me and Kelsey do. All right. If you can distract the guard up front, then we have less to worry about. I can distract the guard up front. All right. Well, Smoots have a wrong. Let's give it a shot. Not like I have any better ideas. All right. So uh, there's a guard in between here and our escape route, right? There is a guard at the very front entrance that leads into the entire castle. So when you guys leave from this area, it's not on map. Sorry, I don't have that. So we're we're talking about a town guard, not a red guard guard, right? right. Yes, it's Raylund guard. Yeah, you're talking about the... um, But it's Raylund castle guard. Yeah, the the king's guard, essentially, uh, who monitor the ins and outs of the gates. So essentially, halfway between where you guys are, the guest house, and the stables, there is a relatively large, sort of like open gate. Um, it seems that the doors are completely open right now. There is one guard that is standing there currently, and he's just monitoring around the area. All right, I'm trying to buy a few seconds. So uh, Finn will go up to this guard. Okay. Valen sort of like pats him back. All right, good luck. Uh, I absolutely cannot be caught while I'm up here, so um, it's on you. Um, so, while you guys have been having this conversation, several minutes have passed, and you do make note that there are two guards that are starting to walk in your direction while you are still standing at the... Hide behind the wall. Okay. Do me a favor, I need you to roll stealth. Benavere, um, you are free to uh, attempt to walk like you in the place. I would just need you to roll your bluff. 19! Um, so, what was your stealth? 
15 for Charles Smooth Stone to hide behind the gate, at least until the guards pass. Oh, no, Casey, darling. It's dark. We've got partial cover. Yeah, I know. But she just rolled a one. Mm. She was trained by her uncle. She's fine. Well, I mean, her total's not nothing to sneeze at if she didn't roll a one. Yeah. But she still rolled a one. She's tonight's entertainment. I don't understand the problem. Good goodness. Um, so you basically are able to quickly go behind this wall. Um, I was rolling initially for the other guard nearby to see if he spotted you. He also rolled a one. Nice. He's he's done for the night. He, he hasn't done anything useful. He's going to get fired in the next few days or so. Um, but as you are going to hide behind the one side, Kelsey sort of did the same exact direct, like went in the exact same direction as you, realizing that you were going there. She was like, oh. So then she had to go the other way. But not before this guard walks around and they sort of spot this duck, like this quick movement of people um, in the corner. Meanwhile, Valen just sort of pops back down to the seat and puts his hand on his chin. Benavir, you're walking, mm-hmm. however, towards the guard at the gate. Yep. All right. Meant to be here. Yep. What was your roll? Oh, uh, it was 19. Okay. So this this man is sort of standing here. He has actually what appears to be a lance at his side. He is fully alert, looking back and forth. He spots you walking towards him. We're walking very quickly. I'm just casually strolling up until he tells me not to. All right. Uh, I would, if possible, I'd like to, as best I can, uh, position myself in a way that if he was looking at me, he'd be looking away from where my party wants to go. Is that possible? I don't know where, what kind of place he's standing, if there's like an overhang or anything. I have no idea. So, the way that he is facing, he is in a very prime position to be able to spot essentially three areas. Outside the gate, the manor, and maybe some of the stable. Though it seems that his angle is mostly so that he can also observe the castle and the passing by guard. If you wanted him to not be able to see the stable, you would just have to distract him, period. Oh, that's a little more difficult. We just engage him in conversation. All right, I'll do my darndest. Don't you have a bardic ability that literally is distract? It's called fascinate or distraction. Fascinate, yeah. Uh, it's not too conspicuous, right? I'll start singing a song, and I will try to use the distract feature. That would be fascinating. There was once a poet whose weapon was his word. They would tear your city down and lay a so lie allure. you need to roll a performance? Okie dokie. 27. That's a good way to sing. He's, he's singing pretty good. Um, what is lie. your DC that this character needs to pass? Showing half my level is two, not three. It always rounds down, yes. Yeah. That would put the DC at 15. Okay. And I'm assuming it's a will save? Correct. Oh, yeah. No. Um, he He's watching you as you walk towards him. He seems to be fascinated by your little ditty. Yep. I'll uh, approach and stay an appropriate distance, a non-disrespectful, threatening distance, uh, and continue my song. Okay. Um, remember, your bardic performance lasts a certain number of rounds. I believe it's 15 for you. So you can continue your fascination of this person for exactly one minute and 30 seconds. Uh, I'll run that timer to the ground. The guards that were making their rotation, 
lead without a hitch, or are they coming to investigate? They're coming to investigate what's going on. Just kind of seem to stop a little distance away. They look at Valen. Is everything all right here? Notice some weird business going on around, so just want to make sure everything's all right. And this guard does seem to lean in a little bit, as if he is attempting to determine if this is somebody he knows or not. Are you the new kid that just came into town? Of course, yes, yes, uh, yes I am. Uh, just came in two weeks ago. Yep, perfect. Right, it's great to have some fresh new blood around here. Well, anyway, how about then? Keep your eyes peeled. You never know when you'll have some rebel scum trying to stop trouble. As long as we can keep the peace, that's all I'm happy for. Balin nods in his armor and just readjusts himself in a very proper manner before the guards move on. After which he kind of sighs and relaxes. I'm very lucky there was actually somebody who just came in and was hired. All right, come on. And me and Kelsey will skedaddle, attempting to stealth, but move as quickly as possible to the stables. Um, so you guys begin making your way towards the stable. Yep. While Finevere is currently singing. Singing his heart out. Oh, he's singing loud then. Oh, yeah. Which you do notice that the guards that were, like, before they left, they kind of, like, turned their heads and were looking in his direction. One of them shook his head, and you, you heard just, like, this random name kind of just get mumbled in disgust. Ugh, Reginald. Oh, Reginald. Right. I'm assuming Charles Smoot needs to make a stealth check to not fall on his face. Yeah, he falls on his face. But a total of? Zero. Really? Yeah. Wow. Such a number. It, it's a very impressive number to achieve in Pathfinder. Um, you sneeze very loudly. Achoo! Meanwhile, um... Layla! <laughs> unfortunately for this guard, he's just sort of listening to Finevere, just nodding his head, waiting for him to finish. Uh, and Charles Smoot, you lucky son of a gun. Roll again. If you want to continue stealthing. If no one's around and paying attention, I'm just going to walk to the stables. Okay, then you can do so. There's a higher chance of me failing when rolling stealth. Kelsey's continuing to kind of like walk very carefully, but this time she's just hiding behind you, using you as her stealthing, like hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am partial cover. Yeah, exactly. And you guys do finally make it back to the stable. Finevere, your song ends but a few moments before they do get there this guard looks at you all right reginald it was a nice ditty but now you need to get back to where you're supposed to be actually can you wait here for a second i need to use the bathroom here take this all right he hands you his spear i'll be right back in a jiffy give me one moment all right he don't, seems don't be long he which, runs off which direction does he run towards he actually just kind of runs um to the left that kind of like towards the guest house Ben, come on we gotta go uh so how far is it from the gate to the stable uh so from when you guys went to the stable to the guest manor you it was about like 300 or so feet so since this is halfway in between 150 feet give or take so there's like no one within like remote viewing distance this guard uh, that gave you his lance to hold on to. He walked over towards the guest house and you can see he's kind of like peeing on the side. On the wall? Yeah, yeah. on the wall. Stupid that God. Exactly. Oh, so I can see him? Yes, okay, you have a visual well, of him. All right, well, then uh, it can't be helped. 
Okay, I have peeing amount of time to do this. I know what I want to do. Okay. I want. I, I got it dry. Uh, I'm going to pop out a coffee bean and bite down on it and try to activate Expeditious Retreat. Okay. Remember uh, to account for your spell chance failure while in uh, this armor. Yep. That is a 19. Gosh. Blast. Uh, I'll so try again. You bite down on this very bitter coffee bean. You feel like you got a really bad one. It's been, it's old at this point. You're thinking maybe you need to replace these at some point. We can need to make a trip to the market. Let's go again. I'll try another, burn another slot. Two out of, I need above a 40. It's just nominal on some beans, man. I have four of these. Is full plate 40% spell chance failure? Yeah. Wow. That was 30. No, no, no. It's a bad. Mm. Yeah. It's a minus seven on armor check penalty, too. Uh. It'd be 45 if I had my buckler out. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I was oh, uh, yeah. strictly oh, yeah. instructed to put it on my back. Uh, all right. One more time. Uh, that's nine. Well, Finnevere fear. Nominal beans, man. Several coffee beans in your mouth later. You just have like this. You can, you can feel that your tongue is now just coated in this brown, what? blackish, <laughs> sludgy substance. It's terrible. Normally, when the spell goes off and you're able to just consume it, mm-hmm. it doesn't stick around. But this time, there's just too much going on. You're trying to dig in your bag, trying to get that coffee bean in your mouth, and it's yep. just yep. not working out. One one more. I, uh, I have to double check. This might be my last one. Uh, no. Six. Very nice. Well, you cast sleep. Is sleep level two spell? Yeah. Okay. You can just sleep the guard who's peeing. You can just sleep. Or I can, yeah, yeah. So as well as this has been working, uh, I can also spend my last spell slot. The guard is starting to come back after you have attempted casting this spell several times. It only took him a few seconds. I mean, you could also seconds. wait. Yeah, I know. I have to now. It only took him a little bit to go to the bathroom. And he's kind of just making his way back over. Ugh. All right, Reginald, I'll take back the lance. All right. I hand it to him. He kind of sniffs the air. Is that coffee? Oh, uh, yeah, you want one? I hand him a coffee bean. You can't really see his face underneath the mask, like the face plate and everything. You feel, though, that there's just this long moment of silence. They told me it helps me keep alert. Now, Reginald, that's only if you're drinking it. If you're not drinking it, it's not going to help much. It lied to me. <laughs> you really got to watch the guys in the barracks. Now, listen here. And he starts to give you a bit of a lecture on being careful... With who you associate with. Right, sir. Sorry, sir. It's all right. Don't, don't call me, sir. You know my name, after all. Uh, well, I best be off. Good night. <laughs> you you do hear as he kind of calls after you, Reginald, you, you do know my name, right? Reginald? Of course I do. See you in the morning. Or next time, you know. We're all a bluff just for the sake of it. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> Come on, dice. Don't fail me now. You'd be giving me absurdly single-digit percentiles. Hey, hey, listen. Give this man one no. thing. No, he doesn't 14. get it. <laughs> How good's a sense motive? You never know. Well, if you ever see this man again, who knows? I feel like Reginald's going to get fired. <laughs> no, it's just you made someone really s- disappointed. So disappointed. Reginald? Hey! So you guys are waiting at the entrance of this thing, waiting for Finn to make his way over. You see him running until he finally arrives, and you see he has this lance in his hand. Christ, Finn, what took you so long? Who did you kill to get that? Why are you mugging people? We have got to go. Questions Whoa. for later. Oh, is this the is the whole ploy? Get mugged, profit? Or Good is... job, Finn. You followed the business model. But we have to leave. Yes, can we not be mugging people right now? Right now. Maybe later. Not right now. Let's go. All right. 
And that just, just go. It's just, and we all dip into the secret passageway. And as you guys are making your way and you see the gate behind you, the, the wall is slowly starting to close. I need you both to roll a perception check. Total for 11, at least. Total 22 for Charles Smoot. Okay. Finnevere, you are thoroughly distracted at this point. You you are struggling with the armor. It's been literally covering your face. Sometimes, like, the helmet's, like, tilts a little bit to the side. You have to just readjust. As you're making your way down the stairs, you just see this tunnel before you, and you realize maybe it's a good idea to pull out your shiny coin. Uh, I do so. Okay. Charles Smoot, you look behind you one last moment, taking in the scenery, and as you do, you note as a procession is beginning to return to the castle, and the wall sort of, like, closes very, like, very suddenly as you spy someone in red garments walking towards the guest manor. That's fine. Okay. Oh, just in the nick of time, the red guard just got back. We really did call that one to be very close. Oh. But we succeeded. And we also failed. Well, how did maybe, we fail? Maybe. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, exactly. How did you, what, what do you mean you failed? We need to talk on the move. Yeah, we do need to walk and talk. All right. Are you capable of navigating us back while holding a conversation? Yes. It's usually the coming back part that I have to uh, be very careful on. It's all getting right. home I don't have much issue with. Very good. So, yeah, so Finn enlightened me. How did we fail? We were seen and recognized. I don't think that matters in the slightest. Recognized by... John Xavier. No, oh, that bastard traitor. Wait, 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 wait. He just sort of stops walking momentarily. No, no, no. Walk and talk. Uh, he turns incredul- and just looks incredulously at you. What do you mean? Well, while we are examining the keep, which, by the way, was going well up until that point... John Xavier came down the stairs, pointing his bow at Kelsey. He said we were interfering in some of his business, and that we shouldn't be sticking our nose where it doesn't belong. You see, like, this flash. Like, he takes his helmet off and kind of just, like, puts it to the side for a second, and he looks at Kelsey. Are you all right? Did he do anything to you? No, I'm I'm good. <sighs> well, that is news. Well, if you pair that with the fact the note I found in his in his room, what of the quarry? I was hoping that was someone that was following him, but now I have doubts. Yes, that does seem to cast a dark light on this situation. I don't know why he let us go. Perhaps he has his own reasons. Why wouldn't he let us go? We didn't do anything necessarily wrong. But hopefully he won't find out if you had any involvement in this. That would have been the real worst case scenario. So, did you have some good news to add to this? Oh yeah, I don't see how we found in the slightest. I found evidence of CC being at the establishment, and furthermore, a note signed by the Baron himself, referring in a manner to her, presumably. He is very confused. The Baron? Er, but, oh, sorry, what is... The Cardinal? Cardinal? There we go, Bishop. Yes, all right. Yes, Bishop. Let me see the letter. Sure. And Charles Smoot will take it out of his boot where it was hidden. Benavir will provide the light. Okay. Um, as you take it, I boot it's a little moist. Yeah. Ugh. Not, not the worst hiding place, but definitely not my favorite. All right. Eve seems to unfold the letter. Uh-huh. We can't read half of it. What did you expect me to find? A signed manifesto explicitly stating Cece's name? Well, 
there's also a problem with the fact that she's never indicated inside of this letter. Okay, yeah, 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 but it's clearly referencing her in this section right here. Which part? And the, 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 fla- the flowery bit? I think it's all relatively flowery. I'm not talking about the type of language. I'm talking about the not the. I'm talking about the literary tool. It, clear, clearly, this it's hyperbolic and it's using metaphors and everything. But it, it's mentioning the second flower. Something strange about this blossom. I'm bringing to you that which belongs to you. Clearly, the bishop is referring to CC belonging to the king, the Red King, and the second flower would be in reference to Kelsey, which looks very similar to her. (sighs) He did show a lot of interest in us as a collective, so... And moreover, (sighs) I found this pendant, and Charles Smoot will pull it out of his pocket, which, if I'm not mistaken, also belonged to Cece. Valen sort of looks at the pendant and reaches for it. Smoot will hand it to him. Yes, I do recall her wearing this. All right. Hopefully it's enough for action to be taken. Though, with John there, I don't know what that implies. Wasn't he a guardian or something? Ah, very loosely. More like her temporary babysitter. But it seems if the babysitter has decided to kidnap the child. He's also an experienced seeker. Not someone to take lightly. Anyways, we should probably get back to your manor for now. Balin, and then we can present this to the king in the morning. All right. Well, he just pauses for a second and again readjusts the helmet, handing back over the pendant to you. We're going to have to act very quickly since they're moving out in the morning. I mean, do you want to do it tonight? The king should be back. We just saw his procession come. Ah, yes, I understand the problem is it is late at night and I don't You want the king to be receptive and in a good mood, do you not? Certainly true, but I will also say that if the bishop just got back, John probably hasn't had time to fully inform him of what happened, so we might be able to catch the Red Guard with their pants down, so to speak. Whereas if they have the entire evening, they might be able to mount a counter-argument to whatever we propose to them. They still might if we don't have a lock on Cece's location, some kind of Discovery evidence where they to burst in there and look for more clues. Well, what do you want to do? I guess catch him early in the morning. I mean, uh, if that's what you think would be best, you would know the king better than any of us. Do you think it's worth risking the Red Guard being more prepared or having the king in a better mood? It's also possible that John doesn't know that we found anything. This is true. However... Again, he seems to hesitate for a very, very long moment before he kind of just starts walking again, seeming to just walk and think, but gestures for you to continue following him. Does it seem as if we are walking towards the direction back towards the Grave Manor? Yes, you're walking back down, it seems. Sounds good. Until after a little while, he finally muses out loud, Well, if we can't see the king right now, we could always talk to Desmond. I don't think that's in our best interest. It's the only other option that I have right now. There is also no guarantee that I can even speak with His Majesty tomorrow morning. I mean, you you read the letter. It literally says, I must say that the captain's report failed to mention the second flower. Unless I'm mistaken, that captain is probably referring to Desmond. 
Might I inquire, Smoot, your thoughts? Um, yeah, give long, it greatly. Long may you reign. Who might have this been addressed to? Very clearly, this is the bishop writing through the Red King. Did you have a thought right. process there, Finevia? Uh, no, no. Uh, just uh, confirming my suspicions. Uh, just. But why would, why would Desmond write him a letter when he could just speak with him? Why leave that sort of paper trail if there is even is one? Uh, the captain's report could have been referring to Warrensburg. Uh, we we've never met Desmond before, and Warrensburg would have enough information to write a letter and report in the first place. That's so, fair enough. Desmond could be. But at the same time, I find it a little suspicious that all of this was going on, and Desmond doesn't seem like an incompetent individual. Well, then we approach the subject with caution. Also, I don't even think Desmond knew who Cece was. I don't... <sighs> Do you really think the Red Guard are that good at hiding all, that all of this would have gone down, that Desmond wouldn't be able to find anything? I don't know. Charles, all I know is that we are running out of time. Also, you want to talk about people being in a bad mood late at night. You really think your cousin wants to speak with you about this matter at this hour? He's usually good if I give him a favor. Usually. If you think that's our best move, all right. But I am somewhat concerned if Desmond is even remotely affiliated with the Red Guard that it could potentially make things worse. That's true. You have favor with the king. I feel like it would be best to utilize that to our advantage and see him tomorrow morning and speak to him directly. All right. But more than likely, the king is probably just going to send Desmond out after them anyway. Right. But it's better that the king knows about it. Whereas if we went straight to Desmond and he was working with the Red Guard, Desmond might never tell the king in the first place. Or at least if the king knows, he's put on alert and maybe slightly more skeptical of the Red Guard. I've watched enough Korean dramas to know how this goes. Is that, is that considered metagaming, question mark? My wife made me watch enough Korean dramas for me to know how this goes. Unless anyone has any better ideas. Well, I don't know. Finneville keeps hemming and hawing in the mm, back. I feel like that's very fair. This, this isn't an easy uh, situation to be in. Desmond does not exactly uh, give the most confidence... If you think there's at least a chance that the king would hear us directly, it's... I think Smoot might have a point that it's better to talk to him first. We may end up having to deal with Desmond regardless, but if you're asking my opinion, it's worth a shot. Kelsey, do you have uh, anything to add on this? You usually have a pretty good gut instinct. Uh, honestly, I don't know. It's... <laughs> well, it's a very difficult situation. If we wait too long, then John leaves with Cece. On the other hand, if we talk with Desmond, there's always that potential that it doesn't go the way we want it to. Or the third option is we find a Molly. I was about to say, one thing is very clear. I feel like we need to go to the nearest seeker-associated establishment and send word to him immediately so that he knows John has betrayed us. Seconded. Is that even possible? There's got to be something in this giant town. I know they don't particularly like the Seekers, but there's got to be even just a ramshacked place to get a word out. Not in Senai. They're particularly not allowed here. Mostly because of the Astaria Stones. But how'd we get in? We're Seekers. That was our identification. 
I'm talking about the bases. They can't have uh, uh, one of those reliquaries here. All right. You can do business, but you can't have a base of operations in the city. Is there a tavern or anything that they like to frequent? Just because you can't have a physical establishment where there's a reliquary doesn't mean that they're not going to conglomerate somewhere. I could ask around town if birds of a feather flock together, so I'm sure the crows have to nest somewhere. Generally, you don't see many seekers in the city, mostly because it's very unfriendly towards them. So, I mean, again, your nearest city is going to be either Arthur's Holt, but that requires travel by sea or returning to Lamb's Respite. Well, if I had my money on it, I am sure that Amali is probably already on his way. So, really just getting information out around about the town, about what's going on. Maybe we could start hanging missing persons posters around the town. Give some information. For Amali? For CC letting Amali, when he gets to town, know what's going on. Missing person, CC. If any information is found, please go to the Grey's Estate. Because Amali has no idea what we've been up to for the past two months. That is very true. But, if I recall correctly, we've been delayed and he should have been done whatever quest he was on by now. Yeah. So more than likely, he's at least making his way here, or at least at Lamb's Despite, realizing we're not there. If this was John's whole plan, whatever his plan is, then he might not have even left a note at that point, so... It's very possible Molly doesn't even know we're here. Molly's resourceful enough, and he's been a secret long enough that I would assume, if angry and motivated enough, he would barge into the Lamb's Respite and ask what mission we were on. Not everybody's you, Mr. Smoot. I don't know. I feel like if there was anyone in this world, Molly is the only one who could rival me and pure grump. I once heard him got stung into the middle of the night. He did exhibit smoot-like qualities, if only for an instant. And as protective as he was with Cece, I'm sure he would go to the ends of the earth to find her. Kelsey just kind of gets wide-eyed, looks a little concerned for a moment. You know, what if he blames us? Then we'll end up like the bee. Finnevere looks off in the distance. And you guys do come down to the exit and make your way back outside underneath of the waterfall. All right. Well, whatever we do, I'd rather avoid getting my parents involved in this. So, let's make a decision now. We're sleeping, rising nice and early in the morning, and presenting it to the king at his soonest, most agreeable disposition. Who is presenting it? You say we. You're the only one with favor of the king. That is true, but... I don't think three (laughs) ragtag seeker schmucks rolling up into his town are going to mean much to him. I, personally, I'd rather keep your name as far from this as possible. Uh, keep from in becoming an inciting incident. But seeing as we don't really have any other choice to get an audience, I think we're out of options, or at least low on them. <sighs> All right, then. I'll do my best. I make no guarantees that he'll even be able to see me tomorrow. While I have favor, he's still a king, and he still has responsibilities... And unfortunately, he looks slightly dejected. One missing girl isn't exactly a priority right now, especially if it could cause war. At the very least, even if he doesn't take action, we know where she is. 
which means if we so choose to and we're unsuccessful in the diplomatic route, we can take a slightly more direct but dangerous route to retrieve her ourselves. Can I ask you a question, Valen? What? We did go to Desmond, and we were able to prove, whether through his actions or otherwise, that he was in cahoots with the Red Guard, defaming him. Wouldn't that bother you? If, to further our goal, we muddy his name. Bother him? That would, that would basically be a smear campaign against his only competition for the throne. That doesn't necessarily mean that's what we want. I'm asking Valen what he wants. Well... We have no evidence that he is a part of any of this. That's purely speculation, and to be fair, I did begin it. But then again, I haven't always had a great outlook on my cousin. Well, we may force him into a situation to show his hand if he becomes uncooperative or slips up. Again, that is wholly dependent on the fact that, number one, the king orders it, and number two... If it's even true. That would be better yet. I like to think the best of people if I can. See if we can get the audience with the king in the morning. If we can't, uh, we'll seek an audience with Desmond. And hope for the best. All right. Sounds fair to me. What say you, Charles? Well, it sounds like there's going to be a lot of paper pushing and waxing poetic, which neither are particularly my specialty. If we know that the Red Guard are going to be going out tomorrow... Perhaps it would be best if I kept an eye on their camp directly. Maybe I could spot something. If they're transporting CC, and they're not careful about it, I might be able to spot them and confirm things. And even if we don't get the King's blessing, we'll definitively know which direction and when they're heading out. We can at least track them. And if things go poorly for you, I'm sure we just have to follow the screaming and blood trail. Wait, would that be Mr. Smooth screaming with a blood trail? Oh, I will be screaming and there will be bloodshed. It would be both. Oh. <laughs> We've I... seen it before. We really do need to be careful about bloodshed between the Red Guard and any of Rayland without provocation, because then we could actually be the catalyst to starting a war, Charles. I'm aware. I, that is a worst-case scenario. This is completely a stakeout. I will just be watching the encampment, see if I spot Cece. We won't be taking any hostile action. All right. Pinky promise. As long as I don't need to self-defend myself, we're fine. And you'll run if you can. I will run if I can. All right. They're not that as into them decapitating them, I cannot promise. Charles says as he uh, mumbles as he begins walking back towards Grey Manor, which you all do make your way back towards and settle in for the evening, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, you are correct. And then you wake up the next day. What time would everyone be getting up? Crack of dawn? Or are you kind of just sleeping until your body says you'll wake oh, up? No. Uh, Smoot would request that a servant at the household woke him up at first light. Okay. Are we only resting for like four hours? What time was it? You guys. It was just getting dark when we left uh, for the right. waterfall. So we're probably back before 11, I would imagine. Yeah, it's it's not very late, but it's late enough that, again... In, in this day and age, everyone had to have lanterns out. All right. Well, then I'll get up at sunrise, which probably be about seven-ish. Yeah, but are we in the summer months? Fall, spring? What are we at? Definitely not You winter. are in Ototh. 
which okay. is fall. Okay. It's October. Oak, October. Okay. They, um, they kind of coincide with their names. So it gets dark around like 7 p.m. then probably. Mm-hmm. Which means we were probably only out until like 9 p.m., maybe 10 p.m. So Well, even... actually, the sun sets faster because of the mountain. That's true. Mm. So, yeah, we were definitely back before 9 or 10, sleep for 8 hours. We wake up at 6. Okay, sounds good to me. Specifically, it is now Ototh 20th, Windun. Charles Smoot will be heading out bright and early to figure out where the Red Guard is staying outside of the city. Okay, so you leave the city. Mm-hmm, indeed. Okay. And Finnevere, oh. you know that you had a rendezvous scheduled at some point. Yeah. Actually, I would need to talk to the party before I leave, so... Charles Smith probably would have been up before you. He wakes bright and early. He if he left to. without me, then that's going to be rather unfortunate. He is very used to and accustomed to early risings. The only person that is currently in the manor, besides Balin's family, is Kelsey... Well, then I'll go to Kelsey. I'll go to her room and knock. Um, you, you go to her room, uh, knock on the door, and a few moments later, she actually does open it, kind of yawning and stretching, and she's just wearing, like, a nightgown. <gasps> Good morning, Finnevere. Good morning, Kelsey. Can I come in? Um, this is... No? Can I get changed, and then I'll, then we can talk? Uh, I'm sorry. Hi. Well, is everything Okay. We'll see. Uh, get changed. I'll. I guess. I, I guess there's a common room somewhere, some kind of dining room or living space. Yeah, you guys were in there the previous evening when you were determining when to leave and where to go. Um, just come see me when you're ready. Where? Meet me in the sitting room. All right. Okay. So, um, you go down and you take a seat in the sitting room, as you have called it. The fireplace is currently lit as it is a cool day out and you can sort of feel that in this building. Though the walls are very sturdy, unfortunately being on the mountainside there does tend to be quite a breeze that sometimes can rattle the panes and seeps through the tiny cracks in the walls that absolutely could not be repaired even if they tried. A few moments later, maybe about 15 minutes go by before Kelsey makes her way into the sitting room and takes a seat on an opposite uh, cushioned seat as you. I'd hoped Smoot to be present for this, but I miss, must have missed him before yeah. he went out. He gets up very early, and I'm not about that life. I'm still a growing girl. It seems my time is up. I've kind of put this conversation off. Benavir, are are you dying? Are you sick? Is that why you were gone all day yesterday? Did you pass out on the way to- Uh, no, actually. Uh, something good happened. Uh, I actually made a connection with a family member, which is more or less why I left Tabor in the first place. Oh, yeah, that's right. You told me a little bit about this, that you thought you had found your family. Well, yes. Um, it seems that my grandfather is still alive. Also, the woman that raised me. Your... your mother? Well, uh, that doesn't seem to be the case. But that's kind of getting a little off topic. Uh, the reason why I bring this up is I was seeing what we could do about finding CC last night. The Ashers have their network of uh, informants, which seem to be fairly well spread. So I intend to continue my search with them. 
but it seems their need for younger and more suitable heir to lead the family business is a more of a tight deadline. So what I wanted to do was to offer to see if you and Mr. Smoot would want to continue the search over at the Asher Estate. Which, by the way, it seems that uh, my name's not actually Finnevir, it's Finicus. You can still call me Finn, I think it works both ways. Yeah, it sounds like it works both ways. I don't like the new uh, name, it sounds kind of pompous, arrogant, and yeah, I don't like it. I'll just call you Finn then. If you want, I mean, I can still call you Finnevere, since that's how I've known you. Well, uh, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> All right, I'll call you whatever I want. Uh, <clears throat> Are you ready to go? <laughs> I was actually like, oh no, she would totally do a dad joke. Well, I guess I'll have to trust that you um, pass this along to Smoot. Why can't you tell him? I don't know how long it'll take to, uh, to set things up at the Asher Estate. Uh, he was quite insistent that I take a day to try to settle things. I'll come back as often as I can, but also I'll try to see if we can leverage other resources. Kelsey pauses for a moment, and then she looks you directly in the eyes. Ben, I... I don't know how long we're going to be here. Well, I will likely be here as he struggles to get the words out indefinitely. I see. I would very much like to find Cece uh, as part of uh, me uh, repaying my debt to to Molly, and you'd be more than welcome to to stay as well. I'll make it a condition of my of my staying there at the state. Uh, that way, you can continue your search, and perhaps we can use uh, the Asher resources to locate your information on your far traveler and uh, the way to get home and. All that that you're trying to do? Kelsey just pauses, like, pauses you for mm -hmm. a second, putting her hand up. Finn, we're from different worlds. Literally. You and I. In a sense. That's the only way I can explain this. Well, that's fair. This is not somewhere that Mr. Smoot and I belong, and I know that he would probably not want to stick around for too long. That's why we joined the Seekers. Because... More than likely, they have the answers there. Staying in this one town? I don't think it's going to get us what we need, or what we want. So I don't know, I, I can't speak for him, but... I know my brother's out there. And I know the answers to get home... aren't here. I haven't felt anything here, there's... nothing. But... She looks at you slightly more hopeful. This is your home, then. And maybe you found the place where you belong. But even still, who knows? It could be that maybe this isn't the right fit for you either. So, I guess then I would offer the counter-offer. Which would be, if things don't work out, you can always go with us. Though I don't know how long we'll be here. I appreciate that. If, um, one way or another we get separated and you're... No longer in reach of contact with the Greys. I'll send word to Land Respite. Uh, perhaps we meet there if we can't hear. Maybe I'll get to tell him myself, maybe I won't. But would you give Smoot my best and tell him he does well as a Charles? Or his Charles is appreciated. He should 
groom it a little better. She chuckles a little bit. So what do you do, Finn? Do you get up to, like, leave the building and head out? I don't think he could stay after that conversation. Okay. I'll do his best to make it back if he can, but for now he's got to focus on the uh, what he's got ahead of him. He can't miss this chance. So okay. This is his chance to see his mother again. Okay. So, Finnevere, you somberly get up from your mm-hmm. seat and with some hesitation in your steps, but also this call ahead of you, you make your way towards the door. Finnevere, or rather Finicus, begins making his way out of the building, carrying with him his past on his back while heading towards his uncertain future. But I think that's where we're going to end off for this week's chapter of the Gate Chronicles. Thank you, Foundlings, for listening to another episode slash chapter of the Gate Chronicles. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope that you'll continue to follow along with the story and that, uh, well, you'll consider supporting the podcast by leaving a rating and a review whenever podcast listening app that you're on or going to our Patreon and donating directly to the podcast. Uh, yeah. Also, we have t-shirts, stickers, hats, and more on our website, Merchandise Store, so you can pick up something there. And, well, I guess besides that, make sure you're following us on our social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram, Twitter and Instagram at RollFound. And, uh, yeah, where we put announcements, updates, releases, all that kind of stuff. Also, make sure that you join us in our Discord and come and chat and hang out with us because we've had a number of people join us recently and we've just been having a blast playing Dead by Daylight and killing each other. Uh, Well, you didn't hear that. That's not what I meant. NSA, I'm sorry. Uh, Beside the point, I think I do want to say a big thank you to Michael Gelfi, Will Savino with Music V20, Monumental Studios, and Yvonne Dutch for allowing us to use their music and ambiance in today's episode. And I think that's it from me. So once again, Foundlings, thank you, and we'll see you next next week on another episode slash chapter of The Gage Chronicles. Bye! Bye, Bye guys!